an LGBT minor at Texas A&M. It's February 19th, 2024, and these are your headlines. State Representative Brian Harrison has said that he will be exploring legislative remedies to end taxpayer funding of LGBTQ and woke courses at Texas universities. He made the announcement in a post on X in which he blasted Texas A&M University specifically for promoting woke ideology on campus with Texas tax dollars. He said after discussions with Texas A&M University leadership, they just confirmed that Texas A&M is spending state resources to assert that gender and sexuality are socially constructed, that transphobia has a relationship to racism, colonialism, sexism, ableism, classism, and that they plan to continue spending tax dollars to maintain their undergraduate minor in LGBTQ studies. He said it was outrageous. He said hardworking, overtaxed Texans should not be forced to pay for liberal indoctrination. I will be exploring legislative remedies. An LGBTQ minor at Texas A&M University. Now this follows Harrison's prior criticisms of the university last month for its promotion of a minor in lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer studies. Texas Scorecard has investigated A&M's history of using taxpayer dollars to fund such courses. A document obtained by Texas Scorecard via public records request revealed that the university spent more than $5,700 on a course titled Introduction to Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, and Queer Studies. The university also spent $8,700 of taxpayer funding on a course called the Economics of Gender and Race. Representative Brian Harrison, well, he's not having it. He said, what the hell is happening at my alma mater? If someone wants to study transgenderism, they should do it with their own damn money, not on the backs of hardworking Texans who are being taxed out of their homes. An incumbent Republican lawmaker is being accused of working for a lobbying firm while holding office. That's State Representative Stan Gertis, who was elected in 2022 in a five-way open race. Tom Glass, a longtime activist and ExxonMobil retiree who also ran in 2022, is currently in a head-to-head -head battle in the upcoming primary election against Stan Gertis. Now Glass is shining light on Gertis' employer. In August of 2023, Gertis was hired by Hans Scarborough LLP, a law firm that engages in lobbying and he's hired as a legislative consultant. So he's not a lobbyist, he's a legislative consultant. Gertis, who is not a lawyer, is listed on the firm's website, focusing on his time in Washington, D.C. as a senior advisor to then Energy Secretary Rick Perry, as well as his current appointment to the National Energy Council. His bio on the website reads, Hans Scarborough's legal and government relations teams and clients are greatly enhanced by Stan's leadership, knowledge, and experience regarding both state and federal energy and critical infrastructure policies, issues, and energy-related existing and prospective legislative and agency directives and initiatives. Now, with early voting beginning on Tuesday, Tom Glass says the, the revelation reveals a deeper problem within Austin. He said the theme of my campaign has been that Stan Gertis the incumbent I challenge in the GOP primary was installed and is controlled by the Austin Swamp. But this news, which we just learned, tells us more than that. Gertis is the swamp. He said to defeat the war on Texas and everything we hold dear by D.C. and globalists, we must drain the Austin Swamp. When you have an occupied D.C., the Texas government is the next line of defense of Texans against the assault on everything Texans hold dear. But the Texas House is the weak link in that defense. As of publishing... Today, 
Stan Gerdes has not responded to a request for comment. Did you know you can watch Texas Scorecard on your TV? If you have a Roku or Apple TV device, download the free Texas Scorecard app. There you can find all the great Texas Scorecard video content, like daily headlines, The Luke Messias Show, Heads Up, and Scorecard documentaries. Download the Texas Scorecard app for free on Roku or Apple TV. Lastly, multiple incumbent members of the Texas House who voted to strip a school choice provision from an omnibus education bill last year released political ads claiming their votes were motivated by, what else? Border security convictions. Governor Greg Abbott called one of these lawmakers, Drew Darby, a liar, and State Representative Gary Van Dever a fraud for knowingly misleading his own voters to try to protect the teacher unions. That was Governor Abbott's words. He's also levied similar attacks now against State Representative Glenn Rogers. These members suggested their votes against school choice were to remove magnets for illegal immigration, saying, don't vote for school choice, that will give money to illegal aliens. However, neither of those representatives, none of them, co-authored or authored a bill to abolish the longstanding practice of giving in-state tuition to illegal aliens. The Republican Party of Texas platform calls for both the abolishment of in-state tuition for illegal aliens and for proof of legal residency to enroll in public school. Neither Darby, nor Van Dever, nor Rogers authored an amendment to require citizenship for enrollment in government schools either. Meanwhile, as though its incumbents fight for their electoral futures by any means necessary, Texas schools have seen an unknown increase in illegal aliens seeking enrollment, further complicating the education of the Texas children. For example, Channel View Independent School District in Harris County. Then 2012, their student body was comprised of 24% English as a second language student. In 2022, that number had ballooned to 38.4%. So those are the numbers that we're able to use, by the way. We don't have actual statistical data about which students are in public schools that are illegal aliens. Instead, uh, we have to go off of this data instead, uh, whether or not they take English as a second language. But like several other school districts, Channel View has been participating in an apparently coordinated social media campaign to turn out voters for the 2024 primary election, sharing graphics that encourage crossover voting, which is when Democrats vote in the Republican primary or vice versa. By the way, speaking of the primary, early voting begins tomorrow on Tuesday, and election day is two weeks after that on March 5th. You can check out more of today's stories at texasscorecard.com.